Hey everyone, it's Al. Before we begin our chat with Dylan, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso, and there's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you to Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support this season. Now, on to our chat with Dylan. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Kenny out there, but this one has matching toques, which I'm the only one who seems to be wearing. No one got that memo. It's all right. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the voluptuous Victor. And joining us this week, he is an Ojibwe actor and artist. He's been in numerous films such as Consequences, The Lesser Blessed, Fall, Coconut Hero, The Masked Saint, Happily Ever After, Indian Horse, and a TV series Cold. But of course, we all know and love him as Slash, one half of Tannis's muscle on Letter Kenny. So please join me in making some noise for Dylan Cook. Wondrous. Oh my god. I regret nothing. Welcome to the Protestant, Dylan. <laughs> hey, man, these, these intro things are fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> That's success. Uh, we, you know, we, oh, we try to we try to make yeah. it sound like a nice full live studio audience. And the only way we can do that is to uh, employ Wayne, oh, Katie. Awesome. They, it, it just like reminds me of like, you know, like the like like the 90s radio. Yeah. Um, like sound bites, it's fucking classic. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I've got a um, lot of those. So yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, well, we we can do that all night <laughs> if you want. <laughs> fucking great, man. Uh, th- thanks for having me, guys. It's thank cool. you, of course. Thank you for coming on. This is this is great. Uh, um, I mean. We'll start off by saying, uh, you know, I hope you're feeling better because uh, you you said you you were just getting over a bout of COVID, you and your wife. Yeah, yeah, man, that that fucking sucked. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it's it was like it really was just like one or two days of just really you know shitty symptoms, and then uh, and then you know you kind of seen a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, yeah. starting to come around. It, it seems um, to hit everyone different. Eh? Like I know I came to our house too. I was okay. My wife put her on her put her on her ass for like five days, but yeah. like me, it was a cold. So everything's everyone's experiencing it very different. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, like some people are are barely phased by it too. Like yeah. and some people get really really sick. Yeah, it's, it just kind of depends on the person, eh? Yeah. Um, and your yeah. and your bride, she she's pregnant right now, so you you, you yeah extra hey. yeah. So, we were sweating over that a little bit, you yeah. know, and we're like, you know, first time parents as well. And sure. So, uh, she just wasn't feeling good there. And, uh, so we went in just to, you know, precaution because she just feeling dehydrated mm-hmm. and it's, it's a good thing we did go in, you know? Yeah. So, and, but all, everything worked out like uh baby's fine and don't be expecting in June. So that's great. That's a, Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. It's exciting stuff, man. girl. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, you, all right. Awesome. Do you have any names yet or do you, you don't want to give that away yet? 
Well, you know, we we kind of like thought that like you know once we have her, mm-hmm. we'll we'll know for sure for sure. But we threw a couple names around. But I think we like Callie's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I think we nice. like Callie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, yeah. it could, could change. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're, you're not locked in. Don't worry. This isn't legally binding. <laughs> you got to tally up the no. store and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You never know. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. Yeah. I I, have, I actually have three, but my, my youngest guy is a two. Uh, before we found out we were having a boy, we were like convinced we were going to have a girl. We're like, this is it. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a girl. It's going to be cool. And we already had her name. We're like, we're naming her Katie. It's like, this, <laughs> yeah. is, something, this is what we love. And then we found her at a boy, but what do we do now? And we really didn't stray much further. We went with Caden. Yep. So, there you know, go. we, we kind of stayed in the <laughs> yeah, same. It was like, yeah, it's, it's close, right? So <laughs> you, you never know. It could be something close. Like, yeah. like, like you said, like you said. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we're excited um, for you, man. Uh, so where are you uh, talking to us from? Uh, the Sioux, man. Uh, Sioux Saint Marie. That's amazing. Uh, of First Nation. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, I mean, for those who aren't uh, from around here, uh, I mean, that's uh, wh- how far from uh, Sudbury, let's say. Oh, and only like probably only like three hundred, three hundred kilometers, like a like about a three and a half hour drive from from Not Sudbury. Even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From from Sudbury. And, and so, just so like, everyone went. knows, from Toronto, Sudbury is what four hours, four to <laughs> so, five hours, something like that. So you're ah uh, Sudbury. Hey, Shel, what do you say? Like Toronto's like about four, four hours. Four hours. Yeah, we're 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 like a half hour closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About four hours to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. So it's you're you're up there. You're up there. How's the weather up there right now? We we've got a lot of wind Man, today. <laughs> yeah, us too. It's just wind and yeah. rain, snow. Like, but you know when it's like rain, mm-hmm. snow, like snow yeah. rain. Yeah. It's fucking heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Slushy. It's like just it's just in the way. Slush, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking snowing. Uh yeah, it it's been shitty. But for like three days it was on like plus ten. Yeah. And, I know. Uh, we it's been great the and weather then, changes aren't dime. I know. It's yeah. it's crazy. We're uh, just we're just about an hour north of uh, Toronto ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Matt and Victor are in Toronto. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we're we're. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're we're neighbor-ish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I've definitely made the trip up to Sioux before. I went mm-hmm. up there years ago with my old man to do some to do a fishing trip up there. It's a it's a beautiful area, mm-hmm. but it's quite a hike. <laughs> That's actually it's the furthest nice. west I've ever been in Canada. Yeah. I've been all oh, really? east. But I've yeah, never been west. Sue is Sue is as far as I've been. Well, I mean, the, this like the Sioux, I've never gone anywhere west. I've only I only been like I, I lived in Toronto for a bit. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um yeah, the the Sioux, like geographically, is just such a awesome place. Like um there's just so much to do if if you're interested in in kind of nature and right. yeah. and all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean uh like the city i mean it's seen better it's seen better days like 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 the urban (laughs) yeah yeah you know i'm sure you guys have seen the documentary oh you mean the sioux i thought you were talking about toronto yeah no um yeah the sioux you know (laughs) but like lots of good hardworking people here and uh you know what you see on the news and yeah you know the whole steel town down thing uh, it was just uh you know but I, I, I really, I really do enjoy living here mm-hmm. um, just for, for that aspect of just like it's, it's natural beauty and that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a really blue, blue collar fucking 
you know, straight up Ontario, you know, like old folks. I, I always like when, <laughs> when I first saw like letter candy, I thought it was so, um, like the, the very first letter candy problems, YouTube's, I thought it was like, wow, so comparable. Right. So <laughs> many Northern Ontario communities. Like, I was a huge fan like, yeah. when I first seen it. So, and that's what I mean. Um, it just nailed a lot of the awesome parts about, about, you know, where I live too. I wouldn't change where I'm from for, for the world. Def, most definitely. That's great. Well, we'll yeah. get to letter candy in a second. We'll just get to know a bit more about you uh, first. So are you originally from Sioux born and raised? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's awesome. So uh, where, where yeah. did you, um, where did you go to school? Uh, I went to school at uh, St. Mary's college mm-hmm. for high school. And uh, it's, it was a cool, uh, cool Catholic school. I played uh Played a lot of basketball uh, and football. Love, love track and field, but I was huge, huge into into basketball. Um, yeah, very good. I uh, still still got a lot of my lifelong friends. You know, like from from that school. It's it's kind of cool that you you meet people and uh, you you know you still keep in touch from yeah. from high school. You know. So staying in Sioux, and I mean, you you know, you, you're on a pretty famous show now. Like, uh, how do you, do your friends treat you any differently, or they, do they give you? Do they <laughs> nah, break your nah, break man. your balls? <laughs> no, nah, fuck no. <laughs> um, I I I think because a lot is like slash. I is I don't think he's too much. Uh, he's kind of just more of like a like a like a strange character mm. character caricature yeah I, I can never say that word man <laughs> caricature yeah caricature of my of myself right you know? all right uh or like so i i never thought you know what i mean yeah i don't really think my my friends ever thought of me any any much much different right, right. <laughs> still but i mean old, you, so when you yeah. did you want to get into acting i know you're an artist as well so what, first of all what, what came first act acting or, or the artist um it was kind of interesting. Well, I, it was art, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I just always loved to kind of create and uh, like drawing and, and painting. My, my dad was like, a, he's big into airbrushing mm-hmm. and uh, creating murals and stuff. And uh, he, he had his own, his own sign company. So he, uh, him and his, uh, his his working partner there they did a lot of like hand lettered signs and shit like that so i oh, kind of yeah. grew up in the shop and then he kind of went on to paint on uh paint airplanes and stuff oh yeah so i kind of love that that aspect of uh just kind of working with your hands and mm-hmm. and creating something ever since i was a kid but then i i as i got older uh you know got introduced to like drama and mm-hmm. stuff but because i i was so interested in sports i i just never kind of like had the time to actually dive into it you know yeah. football or basketball season always was kind of in line with like doing theater or or really getting into acting so right. i kind of really focused on art and mm-hmm. and athletics in high school and didn't get into acting until i was like, like serious seriously get into acting until i was like probably 18 mm-hmm. like I, I did some skits for school and stuff um like kind of like dramatic, uh, like live audience, right? Kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I played like a, I played like a Jesus in, in one. It was oh, crazy. Yeah? <laughs> it, it was cool. It was like it was like this like dramatic like mm-hmm. dancing. Like my friend uh, dancing. Or she's like a, an amazing like ballerina, and mm-hmm. she she did. I, it was kind of my first kind of 
I get a gig into like a live like stage acting. Yeah. yeah. And um it was really like a powerful experience. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was really cool. I mean, I'm I'm not like um for or against any religion whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm whatever. But just like the whole like the whole experience was was really awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, so that's and then that's kind of how I was like, whoa, you know, like I, I think I would actually enjoy uh, acting mm-hmm. and uh, trying to do it to do it seriously. And uh, sure enough, and I don't not too long after high school, there's there was like a casting call for a, a film and being shot in Sudbury mm-hmm. called uh, called The Lesser Bless. It was um, it's a film by. Uh, He's like a best-selling author, uh, Richard Van Camp, mm-hmm. um, indigenous, super awesome guy, and um, it's a it's a great book, kind of like a coming of age story about this kid, Larry Soul, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of like a coming classic high school like coming of age story. This kid is trying to find himself, and I, I'm not gonna like ruin the story, mm-hmm. but you guys got to check out the book or or you know check it out on on Netflix or whatever. They, they made it to a film. And uh, my role is just like a comedic, comedic role. I oh, yeah? auditioned or not. His name was Mustache Sammy. Yeah, I saw the name. Yeah, I saw your, the IMDb uh, listing. So, uh, yeah. so that's your first role in a film. Yeah, yeah. And um, I wasn't really expecting to like mm-hmm. to like you know land a land a, a part in um in a really cool feature film like mm-hmm. like that because uh, I you got to meet some really awesome uh actors mm-hmm. like y- younger actors and uh who are who i'm still friends with to this day like you know like kyle gordon um he's a really great guy um mm-hmm. uh, adam butcher great dude uh he's uh he, he did that movie um hey Sean, what's that movie that that butch did with the uh well, oh, that was so good. I can't believe yeah. it. It will come, it'll come yeah. to you yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> he did a great film. I noticed on that cast, there was a Benjamin Bratt, which is, which, you know. Yeah, Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dog Pound. I'm mm. sorry. The movie was Dog Pound. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 You guys got to check that one out. Mm-hmm. It's good. And yeah, and, and uh, Benjamin Bratt was on the cast for that one. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool. I, I never got to work with him, like mm-hmm. work in a scene with him or anything like that. But it was cool to... Uh, to meet him at uh at tiff when when the film premiered and uh right. he's just uh just a class act awesome guy that's not bad for the first gig you book to to be mm-hmm. in a, in a, t- a toronto film festival flick with a pretty good right? uh, cast and Man. and you know that's what i mean i felt mm-hmm. like wow like it's so so lucky i felt so lucky and then i kind of felt like well you know this is kind of what uh what i think i should be doing especially right. because of just the if you guys see the movie and the book, the, the, I don't know, like the depth of mm-hmm. the story and how important, um, kind of like this, these stories are, mm-hmm. especially for like, in, like indigenous folks to be telling right. and indigenous films to be made. And, uh, it was a pretty serious film, mm-hmm. but, uh, kind of more for like younger teen like younger teen audience right. i would say yeah and uh i i thought it was um 
really intense material, but a, a story that needed to be told. Um, so I was really happy to be, to be doing something like, like, like that kind of what I, you know, I kind of wanted to get into acting to like, just make people laugh and, mm. um, tell cool stories, you yeah. know, in yeah. informative shit, like, you know, and that's why I love doing things like, uh, like comedy or, mm. and, and on the serious end too, as you know, as opposed to doing comedy, you know, right. trying to tell realms from stories from all, all realms. Right. Yeah. And that, that was my first gig. And that's uh, amazing. And like, it was a very serious film, but I had a very comedic role. Yeah. It was hilarious. My name was mustache Sammy. And yeah. you know, as you know, like niche people and growing mustache is, yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not, you know what I mean? I, I, I can never, I can never have what you got going on there. No, no, no. I can never, it would probably take me like 36 years. <laughs> Seriously. That's all right. I can never have what you have on top of your head going. So well. <laughs> it's okay. go. it's I, all I, about balance. I would actually trade D- Dylan. Yeah, I would yeah. actually trade if I could, but anyway, uh, <laughs> So did you uh, end up go on to study then uh, acting in college? Um, see, I, I was actually, when I got that gig, mm-hmm. I was actually in art school, mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto, living in Toronto. And, um, I was going for my graphic design and I kind of had to make a decision, like if I wanted to. So I got this great role and it, it went to TIFF and it, it was a super, uh, super great story and um i had to kind of make a decision if i wanted to just take advantage of of that and Mm -hmm. pursue acting get an agent and get after it or continue with art school and i just kind of just chose acting and uh my parents were like you're fucking nuts dude (laughs) (laughs) you're a fucking nut (laughs) you better not fuck this up man oh man (laughs) yeah for sure and i was like they weren't critical at all (laughs) yeah but like i just i don't know like once i once i did that film i just really loved it and just like the Mm -hmm. camaraderie of like um just a, a small film set and telling um, a really important story. Right. And, and just, and just making people laugh, mm. especially in the, the intent intenseness of what, what's going on. And uh, I just thought it was so cool. So that's, I really decided to do that. And uh, yeah, so I, I made that decision yeah. and I didn't really, I didn't study, didn't go to school to study acting per se, but I found, I, I ended up finding like mentors kind of along the way. As as I okay. work in, sure. in crew and stuff, that's a good way to and, be. Um, yeah, but after you booked that first job, were you like, "I got this. This is easy, actually." And and were, were you like, "I I can get any gig I want." And what was the next gig that you, that really uh, that you really remember? Oh, bro, I was fucking naive, like <laughs> you know, like as hell, dude. I thought like, You're like I, I got this. Like, I, this cool. I went to TIFF. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything's gonna be great, man. Like I, I, I thought like upper trajectory, you know, like 19 years old, just just um dumb with enthusiasm. But mm. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I was so enthusiastic and kind of like it's like almost stupidly tenacious yeah. at times. Uh looking back now, I'm like some of the things I like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you, but you need really to be trying, in this kind of like, industry. It's yeah, like yeah. the only, yeah. the ones that are most passionate and will fight through are the and, ones that yeah. become successful. Unless you're like lucky enough to just be that guy, which majority aren't, you have to put in your time, you have to fight and you have to be 
on top of it. And it's great to see that you did, right? It's you get you get a ton of no's, bro. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. And that you know what? That's okay. And that I had a hard time with that at first and just like getting because it like like you said, I you know, I got that that gig and I thought, okay, well, everything is everything's gonna be cool. But but then you really start, you know, getting into acting and Mm. um, you know, the auditioning process and you know getting an agent and you know going into the auditioning room and doing all that stuff which is like a whole other like the like game in in itself like mm. just you know preparing and be and being like getting yourself there well you know while you're like young and, and in, while you're young and in school and just trying to like get your get your life together mm-hmm. so um I, I really like things really didn't start evening out. I, I would say until like my, my early, earlier twenties. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I, I started working in crew, yeah. um, on a few positions, which was great because I'm, I made a lot of connections and, um, and learned a lot about the industry. Like I, I worked in everything from like craft services mm-hmm. to, um, I worked in uh, the art department for a number of films, cool. doing scenic, scenic painting and yeah, stuff. I was going to say, uh, we, we've had uh, Danny Ellison from the Letterkenny uh, art department art. and had fun talking to her about oh. all the stuff she gets to do on that show. She's so you, awesome, man. Yeah. Do, do you do you guys ever like uh, talk to each other about the work that she does? And because you're you're also an artist or. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like. I, I, I talk to her here and there, but mm-hmm. you know, when, when I do see her on set, she's, she's always just, you know, so busy sure. and, uh, you know, most of the time I'm, I'm doing my thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always just kind of tell her, like, I, I admire, you know, what, what she does from afar and, right. you know, keep, keep kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're not like standing beside her as she's painting something going. So, uh, are you, <laughs> yeah, are you, are you going to use so some, so you're going to use some red there yeah. or. Yeah, you got a little bit of red there, or uh, you know, bump that vinyl down, or so. Yeah, and like I do, like I do, like graphic design and stuff in my in my own, like for my own personal like business and yeah and and whatnot. So I always kind of like shoot shit with her about that, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, like fuck, it would be my my dream to like to be act to to be working on on uh on like a film or doing films or something like that full time mm-hmm. in that industry yeah. i think it would be really cool but i mean it's got its own challenges sure. like yeah. for, i mean I, I i love i love acting but you know i gotta i, I do my uh do my day job my my mm-hmm. nine to five and, and what, what do you mind sharing what that is yeah man so i do uh i do like uh aircraft finishing like oh okay uh, oh cool so do you work with your dad then? Is that, uh, yeah, yeah. me, me and my, me and my old man, we work at, um, we work at like a aircraft, uh, maintenance facility mm-hmm. called JD Aero. Mm-hmm. It's, in, okay. uh, it's, it's in the Sioux. It's like actually like right at the airport and they right. do like complete aircraft maintenance overall. Um, so they do, uh, complete engine changes on like a lot of like regional wow. aircrafts, yeah. um, that we all, we fly on we all fly on um, very cool and nice. we do like a lot of the like we'll we'll spray like large kind of sections of the aircraft you know mm-hmm. we're not spraying the entire aircraft but mm-hmm. we're doing you know major portions of it so it's like kind of you bring in you bring in your airplane in and you're getting like 
like like the whole nose will get painted. So it's like a great, excellent touch up job. You know, Victor you showing off his uh... big, you know, big section of the fuselage. Victor, so what? it's fun. Victor, what it's, toys uh... do you not have beside you? Victor's showing off an airplane because that's what he does. <laughs> Normally, he's got a train. <laughs> no, I, I I do trains, airplanes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got it all. It's uh, yeah, you know, all the models and stuff. There's so yeah, he likes oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. So let, let's fast forward a bit to uh, a, a movie you did in 26 or you were in in 2016 called the uh, happily ever after. Uh, and I bring that one up only because of uh, some of the people who are in that cast, Alex McCooey and Melanie Scrofano. Would that have been the first time yeah. maybe you, you met those guys and worked with those guys? Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I met, I met Alex kind of briefly. He's mm-hmm. like, he's a super talented guy. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've had him on. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> I was, uh, I was, a I was a P actually a PA on that film. Oh yeah. And, um, and this was, this was when I was first getting into acting and I, I actually auditioned and, uh, I, I had a small part, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, things went, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a really cool film. And, uh, I, I met, I met Melanie super briefly, but we didn't really like, you know, you know what I mean? It was just like, Hey, Nate, nice, nice to meet you. Like, yeah. here's your coffee. Like, right, right. You, didn't, you didn't know your pass would cross shortly after. Right? Yeah. 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 Cause they like, yeah, exactly. Um, I was like, Oh, Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm an actor. You know, we're, we're all actors. Hi. But yeah, we didn't know like what the hell we'd be working together for the next, uh, what fuck how long i don't even know since what 2015 we've been doing yeah doing lk it's fucking crazy uh, that is pretty yeah. crazy uh then yeah. in 2017 uh, there was a movie called indian horse uh about yeah. an indigenous hockey player i guess and award-winning 10 awards and uh, nine nominations uh so i mean letter kenny there's a lot of hockey um is that something yeah. you like we'll get to like when you, when you audition, but is that something you bring in your, on your resume? Like if you need to, like, I, I know that there's a lot of work for, for indigenous actors right now in, in Canada, yeah. but in terms of like, Oh, I can play hockey too. If you need me to, was that, did that, that help you? Yeah. Well, but I was on, I was laughing cause my, <laughs> my, my fiance is over here. She's fucking dying laughing at me. Cause, <laughs> uh, cause like, you know, Indian horse was like mm-hmm. a really awesome movie, man. Like, yep. uh, if you guys ever, get the chance please please check it out yeah um, i actually just started this morning i'm like i feel like i need to really pay attention when it, it seems like it's going to be great i got about half hour into it i'm like okay i'm coming back to this like so it's, yeah, bro, it's on my list get your like get your kleenex ready and stuff <laughs> it's like it's intense dude yeah. yeah but um it's it's a really great hockey story too and just like the camaraderie of hockey and and um you know how how it kind of helped help this kid through his life mm-hmm. and whatnot. But um, the whole hockey part, like I, I was always an athlete. I played basketball, football mm-hmm. track, but I never, I never played hockey. No, <laughs> um, no man. And you know what? I always loved the sport. I just yeah. didn't play it, man. Sure. I just didn't play it. Like yeah. my cousins played it. Like, you know, like big hockey family, mm-hmm. but I just, it just wasn't, wasn't what I was doing when I was young. I was just, balling man right playing playing res ball <laughs> and uh so i but i always kind of like knew how to skate and stuff but uh when i did indian horse i really had to like get out there right and, uh and get on skates and, and grind and fucking do it man <laughs> and uh it was it was great dude because yeah. 
it was it was like a great challenge and it was good to like get get yourself you know for like actually physically prepare for a role mm -hmm. you know get out there and learn a new skill or like brush up on the skill right, right. and uh we were in we we're in like 19 like 1960s leather skates wow and shit that was like that was wild yeah um doing that and then in relation to letter came like i i I always loved like the the whole hockey player, like that whole aspect of mm -hmm. it. And I always like I would have loved to be like a like like a res hockey player right. on that show any day for sure. But I mean uh, You get to drive I, the Zamboni. I, I got yeah, I got to drive Boney, man. Did, you but did, I, eh? Yeah, you got to drive Boney. But I I just never thought of I just never thought of Slash as as a hockey player, I just, I just never, it never occurred to me, actually. Right. It just never did. Well, it's but, funny you keep talking about basketball. And I, for some reason, I don't see basketball as like a small town sport. But if it was, it's like, and now I'm picturing the entire Letter Kenny show based around small town basketball rather than hockey. Why not? There is, like, there is hoops everywhere. Like, There's hoops yo. everywhere. <laughs> I know basketball, there is. <laughs> basketball is big on the red. Like, okay, hockey's super big in the reds, too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. of course, right? But basketball is big on the res too. And so is baseball. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's like, well, it's like the one sport, you know, you just need a ball and yeah. a hoop or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Keep it Whatever. Huh. And uh, so absolutely. I uh, love that. The whole, the whole hockey thing. Right. They, they fucking kill me, especially like the whole native flu thing. I thought it was like hilarious yeah, i got yeah, some so there are a lot of like my cousins and shit they yeah. thought it was fucking i got some questions uh from our listeners about that in a bit so before we get to letter kenny just one last movie if you have anything you want to say about the incredible 25th year of mitzi bearclaw oh mitzi bearclaw yeah that was a cool movie mm -hmm. that that one was cool um it was directed by shelly nero she's mm -hmm. uh she's a she's a great for, uh, first nations artist uh, visual artist and and filmmaker um and it's about well i actually worked with uh two of the guys from indian horse mm -hmm. on uh on uh on mitzi bearclaw and yeah i that's what i wanted to say about indian horse as well i met a really uh, awesome group of uh like other in, uh, indigenous actors and uh we you know we made a, a great friendship and you know we always kind of end up working like brad Brad worked on Indian Horse too. Uh, mm -hmm. He Brad actually actually had a really great part in, in Indian Horse. Oh, yeah. uh, who who plays Axe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Brad I'm Brad hoping to get him on next. Yeah. So uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had a great part in Indian Horse. That's great. Um, so we all, we all kind of work together on that, and then uh, in future projects as well. Brad also worked with us all on uh, Mitzi Bearclaw. Mm -hmm. So in 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 the crew. No, no, in the cast as well. Yeah, he was in the cast as well. Yeah, we were all we were the muskrat brothers. Yeah, the black. I'm reading really it here. Yeah. Black, the black muskrat and the green muskrat. Oh, I have to check yeah. that out. <laughs> That's right. You, we did. We, oh fuck, man, that movie was so fun. Yeah. Um, because it was like such a, a touch on like res humor, mm -hmm. and uh, there was a lot of really great actors in there, um, as well. Uh, Morningstar is fucking awesome. Mm. Super. Uh, the, the girl who played Mitzi. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's a director herself. She, she lives in the States. She's, she's great. And, uh, it was, it was a, just a really fun, fun, small 
film. Yeah. And uh, I just kind of love the, the camaraderie of the, of that whole set. And uh, the costumes were super fun. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you guys got to check it out one day. Yeah. And, we'll uh, it's, it's just, it's just a cool story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just well, a fun, like a fun family movie, I would say. All right. Well, we're at the point now where everyone's been waiting for. Let's talk Letter Kenny. Um, yeah, man. How did you get on Letter Kenny? Hey, oh, that's a funny story. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like 20, 2015. I was, I was living in Toronto. Um, my, my fiance, my, she was my then girlfriend. We, mm-hmm. we had made, we had like made the move in like in, in the winter before. And I just kind of like bit the, bit the bullet and kind of wanted to pursue acting full time. And I, I was working as a scenic painter on a few films before and had mm-hmm. a, had a great relationship with my with the head my head scenic and uh he he said well why don't you just come down to toronto man we'll, we'll paint some houses mm-hmm. and uh you know you get a place and get get you some gigs be closer to your agent so i went and uh you know it's it it was tough you know like i, ha- I had lots of auditions but like yeah. you guys know how how it is living down south man uh, it ain't cheap everything is so expensive yeah, and yeah. it's ridiculous yeah so i you know like i was painting houses and i was washing dishes and like so i'm just like ma- barely fucking making making ends meet mm. and uh and i felt like i was like almost like kind of missing um missing like audition not missing auditions per se but like not being able to like fully um focus yeah you know put your full effort mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. you know into what you're doing and i was getting really frustrated and i was like you know something's got to give and uh just kept kind of grinding out and then i seen this random random uh facebook uh casting call wait they put it on their fucking facebook <laughs> <laughs> no it was on um it was oh. on like a it was on like a local like northern ontario casting call okay for okay. like you're looking for two indigenous actors right and um and i messaged my i messaged brad mm-hmm. because me and brad had actually just met like three three months before that mm-hmm. well not really met he he was looking for uh he was looking for like an indigenous lead for his student film he was doing right and uh me and him connected through that and i was like yo dude did you hear about this mm-hmm. like yeah man so we ended up auditioning and uh so did you guys sorry did you guys like audition like a riley and jonesy kind of act like you went in together is that what happened no no not at all <laughs> like not, i fucking wish but like because because like brad's from like a different community right yeah so like someone else kind of set us up was like hey you guys might work well together or you know, like you got, uh, actually it was Martin, one of the ADs from Letterkenny now, mm-hmm. before we were on Letterkenny was like, yo, you guys would really connect. Like, I thought you guys really connect. And, uh, we're like, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But I was working as a scenic on, on a film. So I was like, yeah, I don't think I can, I don't think I could do your, your, your short film. And was like, yeah, well maybe we'll work together someday down the road. And uh, sure enough, I was like, Hey, did you hear about that Letterkenny thing? He's like, yeah. And then sure enough, three months later, yeah, we, we, we both got the gig. That's for amazing. Flash. Yeah. And it the was funny just thing, on a random, yeah, a random yeah, Facebook. The, the funny thing about all that is you came all the way to Toronto to then get a role that took you back to Sudbury. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that fucking funny how it works? You're now actually closer to where you shoot than when you were in Toronto. <laughs> it's true. 
I'm like, and what it's great because I was able to just kind of, I was able to move back home. Yeah. Um, and all honesty, like I love Toronto and stuff, but I, I, I just felt like I needed to be home, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. parents are getting older and this and stuff and you know, all, all that, uh, you know, you don't want to miss like the nieces and nephews, you know, all those crucial years, like, and then sure enough, Hey, hey we're having a baby now. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I want to raise my kid, you know, closer, you know, to grandma and stuff. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I feel like it all kind of worked out for the, for the best. That's awesome. It sure is funny. Cause I, th- I really thought that like, I had to like be it's in right. Toronto yeah. to like, to do what I wanted to do. And you know, I'm, you know, I'm in the Sioux and I'm still, I'm just sending self tapes, man. And yeah. And I know the Sioux as a whole is, is considered a, like almost like a Hollywood North North. Like I know there's a lot of oh, yeah. dudes that go there all the time. So it's a good place to be near. Um, if oh, you're not Toronto good, and you're man. not Vancouver being Sudbury ish, you're, you're in a golden spot. That's what I mean. You know, like Sue St. Marie's had a rough goal these couple of years, but we're fighting and we're going to, they're going to, we're going to kick some ass. We're going to be yeah. just fine. Like art and culture is exploding here. And, um, I know that they're going to get me like, I think that once a lot more focus on like on healthcare and just like get, you know, getting a lot, a lot of help for, for the folks that need it. Mm-hmm. And then I think everything else will, will kind of get better from there, yeah. you know? Cause you know, as like, we're, it's, it's a, it's a crisis thing, but, um, I have faith that it's going to, the Sioux is going to kick ass and arts and culture are going to bring it back, man. So I got, yeah. I got faith that, you know, the more films that come and, you know, focus on the beauty that, that is here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good, dude. That's yeah. Great. I've got some, uh, uh, listener questions. We, we let everyone know that you were on and, uh, so, uh, they, they, and asked them if they wanted to ask you any questions. So I'm going to ask you a few from our listeners. First one here is from our buddy Trace. And he asked, uh, uh given the, uh, latitude, uh, that kind of Tio Horn has kind of gotten um, as far as, you know, the indigenous character. It, do you get any of that latitude also on the show? Like um, how, how much do they consult you and, um, and kind of to you and, uh, and your, your buddy, I forget, I'm sorry, what, Brad, which, Brad, Brad and Brad. Brad. Oh yeah. Oh man. Like a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, anything that kind of touches on what like native issues are, or like how we would, how we would want to say things mm-hmm. or, you know, what the, pretty much anything they, they come right, you know, kind of right up to us. And, and like most of the time they'll, like they'll, they'll ask, uh, they'll ask us all or they'll, they'll ask you, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have absolutely no problem with, uh, with sharing that too. And just, and just kind of easing, you know, easing using that whole yeah that whole issue well the show seems uh, to get a lot of praise it means for, a lot the show seems to get a lot of praise for getting those things right so i i, I feel like that and now i uh she's uh they they have teo uh consulting on the new shorzy show so if yeah you, so i guess uh they're, they're listening and so they're that's why they're doing it right because they've got that diverse uh those diverse opinions and the, those diverse views on on the, the cast and they're actually listening to them right that yeah that means a lot and mm-hmm. you know and it really does just make things a, a lot funnier mm-hmm. and uh and like, just like stick to the heart of you know what what's good and uh what's good and good spirited i would i would say you know what i mean yeah yeah and uh 
I, I, I think it's really great because they're they're just awesome guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh I you know, like especially when it comes to language and and shit, like because mm. we 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 all speak like uh Dio's Mohawk mean Brad or Ojibwe, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they make sure that they uh they let us kind of do our thing and uh you know our lines are actually Ojibwe and you right. know Dio's lines are are Mohawk. So yeah. I thought that's a that was a really special special thing mm-hmm. um it's awesome i thought that's awesome because you didn't you know in the past you know 15 years ago you wouldn't see you wouldn't be seeing that in no. it wouldn't be a common yeah. thing well, but they're I, uh they're great just great people to work with yeah. that's great can, can i can i ask dylan like so i mean i've seen i've read articles and seen stuff where it talks about yeah represent like proper representation and, and things being done right you know, are there any like examples in the show that you could call out for like most people who may not have realized that that is something that's more authentic or, or more true to yourselves that, that, you know, just the average watcher may not even be paying attention to there, or is there anything that you might be able to call out? Um, that like, what, what do you mean that? Like, well, just like, that, like, like how, how things are done or certain way things are being said or, or, or how some of the interactions are happening, like right down to like the, the, the Skoden thing and things like that. Like there's, yeah. there's certain things that are happening. Um, and, and again, I always see these articles or hear people talk about properly like being properly represented. Um, but like, are there any examples, like even just minor things that are like, that is definitely true uh, to what we know and, and how, and how we interact and things of that nature. Yeah. That well, makes sense. Like, with the with the like Skoden thing, like we they wanted to make sure that like they wanted to make sure that what we were saying or what that whole thing was about was things that actually come from our community, things yeah. slangs that we actually use, <laughs> and you know that that was something that was like collectively that all three of our communities like say it's a yeah. common you know what I mean it's a common phrase, yeah. so like that was you Skoden Studis you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was really cool that, that they, that they did that as well. You know, there, and just a lot, it's a lot of it's little things, but a lot of those little things really fucking mm-hmm. add up sure. and mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it just, like, like stuff like that. Um, and they kind of just let us kind of be creative mm-hmm. with that and, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not mm-hmm. like you have to say this or this. They say, "Well, what do you guys think of this? You what? Yeah. What's your version of this?" And we kind of just go from there, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They give us that freedom, which is the absolute best yeah. tool you can get as mm-hmm. as an actor, yeah. right? Because then you just kind of come, you, you just come up with shit like that. Yeah. Like so they kind of give you the framework and then say, "Now make it you." Is that yeah? Yeah, exactly. And then we, we all kind of consult and, you know, you know, we bring it back to Jared, Jared and Jacob. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we just go from there. Got and another question from, I mean. sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. I, yeah. I've got a few more <laughs> questions here. Before, uh, so, um, uh, Mike, Mike Benelli asked the question, how have the opportunities for indigenous actors changed recently now? Are we talking about Letter Kenny and and how they've got the representation right? But I mean, it feels like there's a wind change happening in terms of representation all over pop culture. I mean, one of the yeah. biggest shows from last year was Reservation Dogs, which I loved. We all oh, so, so great, great yeah, show. That show is fucking awesome, right? Bro. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like it feels like there's a, a change. You know, there's a wind change happening where 
there's more indigenous representation. There, yeah. there are more stories being told. How's that changed? How's that helped you or affected you in terms of opportunities for, for yourself? Well, man, you know what? And a, a lot of it is because of the people before me who have kind of laid down mm-hmm. that groundwork per se. Um, like some, you know, like the, 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 the great native actors before me. Yeah. And, uh, Uh-oh. Oh, we lost your audio. We, we can't hear you. <laughs> we can't hear you. <laughs> we, we lost your audio, Dylan. Uh Oh, well, you know what? I, I think that's because I just pulled in. You just pulled in. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> you seem to have a visitor, but Dylan. Oh, somebody. <laughs> Somebody's pulled in the driveway and took over uh, your Bluetooth took channel. over your Bluetooth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know how that's often amazing. that's happened to us, where I'll pick up Alan's meeting coming into the coming into the driveway, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Do we have you back? Well, they have to switch. They have to switch it. No, no, hold on. I think we so we got good. Dylan back. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, we're back. There we go. Okay. Dylan, Did you have someone back. arrive at your house, or someone took over your audio? <laughs> oh, I don't think he can hear us yet. We can hear you. That's so fun. Hello? Hey, there hello. we go. Can you hear us? Uh, we we can hey hear guys. you. One hey. second. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yep. Hey. Can, can you hear us hey now? Guys. Hey. Sorry. That's okay. So- <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So, that's so weird. We were talking about when you couldn't hear us. Yeah. We're laughing because this happens to me all the time when Tanya pu- time. pulls into the driveway and her, her, the van takes over my Bluetooth channel and she hears my phone conversations. So that's exactly what oh happened there. <laughs> that's awesome. Technology. <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh man. I feel so bad. Yeah. My, oh, my that's dad, amazing. My dad just pulled in the driveway. He was just getting home from work. So your dad, oh. your dad's now been on the interview too. And <laughs> Tell him to say hi. I was going to give your dad the blue spatula. (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. Anyway, you were saying how how, uh, the indigenous opportunities have have changed or maybe increased uh, in the last few years. Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of how it it all, you know, it started with like, with some of like the the great actors before me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a lot of the, the even... People, uh, actors were just a little bit older than me, you know, like, like Dio yeah. kind of doing, doing their thing. And, um, since, and I've seen it kind of change in, I don't know, in the past 20 years, like 30 years, you know, you, you would like the only guy that I knew before mm-hmm. was like Adam Beach and like right. West studio yeah. and like, you know, um, a couple of couple other actors that like only like other indigenous people would know, mm-hmm. you know? But then um, things kind of started changing, and you know, in I don't know, I would say in the the mid mid two thousands, mm-hmm. and uh, you started to see a little bit more representation of like not just indigenous actors, but like people, indigenous people behind the behind the camera and right. yeah. in the writing room, right. and you know, do, doing all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And th- I felt like that kind of ha- helped open up the, the doors for in- indigenous performers because um, with those people in the room, you know, it kind of made it easier for uh, actors to, to kind of portray yeah. um, accurate 
mm-hmm. representations of yeah. themselves. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's fair. Um, so I felt like that was a, that was a big turning point and you're starting to see it now, especially with um, like reservation dogs, um, obviously letter candy, mm-hmm. um, tall boys to men. Uh, if you guys got to check out tall boys to men, okay. uh, my buddy Vance from Indian horse, he, he's doing that. He's, he's got, a, he's great. And they, they have uh, indigenous writers as well. And, you know, so you're really starting to see that explosion of right. of that. You know, re- really starting to support the arts and native people in storytelling. That's so great. the more you see that, I think the more you're going to see opportunities explode for Indigenous actors in Canada and in the states. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it seems it seems like that's that's really kind of been mm. what I've been seeing in the last five years is that that explosion cool uh our buddy adrian uh so here's the question what's your take on the native flu is it real and what were your impressions of, of that when it came up in the script <laughs> the dog came <laughs> it's it's fucking real man is it <laughs> it's fucking real <laughs> excellent oh, that's it that's it <laughs> <laughs> real. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Be afraid. Um, uh, I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a lot of my buddy, like especially like a, like a lot of my friends play hockey, right? So yeah, I hear it. I hear it all the time. It's Very fucking. Good. It's great. Uh, Adrian also asked, since you were in the episode in the uh, steak episode, what's your favorite way of cooking a steak? Ah, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I do it like this. I go, a um, little butter, a little thyme, a little thyme. I call it thyme. Yeah, yeah. It drives my fiance. I would have called that fucking going forward. Nuts. I would have called that going forward. Drives her fucking nuts. So a little bit of that. And then I sear the steak two minutes aside. A little garlic, crushed garlic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crush the garlic and the butter. Base that, sounds- that on. Two minutes aside. Let it rest. You're done. Down the hatch. Amazing. No down grill hatch. marks? No grill marks. No, no. Oh, wow. no Montreal steak? No Montreal steak, I was going to say. <laughs> S&P. S&P. Salt pepper, yeah. All day. Yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> grill marks is optional. I mean, you could do grill marks. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's great. I, I need yeah. my steak Chicago style or Pittsburgh style, depending where you, where you come from, but where yeah. it needs to be charred on the outside and just beautiful, uh, re- medium rare on the inside. Well, I like that. I like, I like to use the, I like to use the cast iron pan mm-hmm. cause you can really like, you can really get that, that with the butter and the garlic because you really get that crispiness on the outside mm-hmm. and, you know, sear the hell out of it. And then you get that nice, yeah, that nice red inside. Very good. Uh, it's my favorite. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so the- you, man, you just got to get that pan like fucking hot, like really hot. <laughs> and you, you sear that bad boy and uh, oh yeah, it's good. Like I, I, I think I say two minutes, but I think it's really like a minute 30. Yeah. Because I, I like it medium rare, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From uh, Slash's lips I'm to your scared. ears. All right. There you go. Uh, Stephen Walker asks, uh, your your character's arcs, was your character arc spelled out early on or has it evolved? 
uh, what was the original kind of a trajectory for slash? Um, um, we were, we were just like, we we're supposed to just be like, we we're supposed to be a Tannis's, uh, mm-hmm. Tannis's pit bulls, man. Right. Uh, that's literally what the description was, was, was pit bulls. <laughs> and my, in my audition, they, they had me, uh, slash axe and slash bark. And I, I don't know if it ever worked out when we, when we did it, because just the, the, I think it was just fucked up with the mics, right. but they, they had me bark in the audition and it was like, it was like, well, actually Jared told me, he was like, your bark was fucking ridiculous, man. I just had to, so, I, so it was like axe and slash bark. And I was like, Oh, because you threw in a little snort there. That that's that's good. Yeah, well done. A little growl yeah. on, the, <laughs> on the intake. <laughs> well done. I mean, so yeah, it's and we've learned this from from uh, uh, Alex McCooey. We've learned this from uh, uh, um, oh geez, Jeff McHenry. Is some some of these actors who've been brought on for maybe small roles, but because they're either audience favorites or you just get along with the the cast, or you just make uh, yeah. uh, 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 Jared laugh, he'll bring you back yeah. and he'll give you more to do, right? So because it feels like Axe and Slash are now part of the maybe not the main cast, but the secondary cast, and you are you're being yeah. brought back more and more often. Yeah, like I mean, they they had us in in the in the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, as tennis is like yeah. tennis is little pit bulls and, uh, we, we just had a lot of fun yeah. and, uh, and we, like, we enjoyed it and we, like, we all kind of hit it off and, mm-hmm. uh, it was great, great working with Dio. And, um, I, I just felt like, uh, it was going to be a good ongoing relationship and you, you know, sure shit, Jared just keeps bringing us back, uh, every year and we just keep having, you know, fun. So I, you know, we always say like, we're the, some of the OG yeah. the OG cast members, you know, since season <laughs> one. Yeah. And, uh, you know what, anytime I do spend it's, it's always a fucking blast, you know, yeah. you know, some, sometimes, uh, sometimes X and slash get, get, get a little more, a little, or a little less time, but either, either way, you know, every time it's, uh, it's always a fucking blast. We're, yeah. we're always doing something cool. Uh, Jared, Jared and Jacob, they, I always look forward to what, what they have sure. for us to get up to, you yeah. know what I mean? So um, here, here's a que- another question from Steven and I'll kind of add to it. Cause he's a, where does, where does he hope his character goes? So this is your chance now to pitch an idea, a story idea for, for slash and axe <laughs> or just slash. If you want to, you know, go, go solo. Uh, what would you like to see in a future letter? Kenny episode featuring slash. Oh yeah, man. Like we always wanted to like, we always wanted to do some, there's so many things we, we always talked about sure. just for fun, just shooting shit. Yeah. And I thought it'd be hilarious if we, we did like, we did like a rap career. Um, <laughs> action slash went out and did, went full, I like, love it. full rap career, res rap, um, res rap. Oh man. Like, it it writes itself. Man. We would kill it. <laughs> we would kill it. <laughs> we, well, like, we'd be like, we'd be like, um, <laughs> Like notorious B.I.G. and Diddy, right? You know, <laughs> he lays the tracks. I, I walk the flows, or you know, even, oh, or oh, it'd be so good. Can you or, do some uh, beatboxing? Is that something you can do? You can bring to the table. Brad, no, Brad, Brad, the Brad can. I can. I'll, I'll lay out the rhyme. All oh, right, okay. Brad, Brad can rhyme too, though. We'll be like, 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we'll make so sure uh, Kiso or, sees this, and and maybe he can write that into your you know season twelve. <laughs> or or I thought or I thought res ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he, me and Brad could we we could we could ball. Very good. We'd be like we'd be like white man can't jump. Yeah. That's you know, that kind of team. We we play them all for money and school them all. <laughs> I love It'd be it. awesome. But Tannis kid, yo, I, she can ball too. Yeah. Since and so can Jade. So can Jade. I feel like the Hicks might have an uh, might have a uh, an advantage though if they if they have Dickens on their team because that guy's <laughs> yeah I'm fuck that fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed to play he's I, think, I think he already said he wasn't any good at it no well, we, but we know he's interested like we gave him yeah. a hard time when he was on because mm-hmm. he he actively posts pictures of abandoned basketball nets in Toronto <laughs> on Instagram yeah. so that's kind of his thing <laughs> very cool I don't know I I, I don't know if he balls but. He'd probably be good. I I bet I bet I bet Playfair is good. I bet I bet K Trev. I bet K Trev would be a great like like postman. Like <laughs> throwing elbows. Yeah, there's no I way you're you, there's no yeah. way you're charging K Trev. He's gonna take that charge. Oh, no. <laughs> Laugh at you and just keep going. <laughs> yeah, Very cool. Uh, Dylan, you've been amazing, and you've given us an entire hour. We we really appreciate you coming on and and answering our questions, and and we're, we had a really great time with you. Is there anything before we we we, we close off? Is there anything you want to uh, promote or, or bring to light? Uh, you know, and, well, you, for, you can share your socials, but also anything you might be working on now. Um, I'm doing a few projects. I, I don't even know if like what the deal. If I can even list like talk about projects. Sure. Like, well, we like don't want to get you in trouble, I'm, right? I'm so yeah. But um, you get you follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, D Cook Twenty Two. Yeah. Um, I promote a lot of my art. Uh, my art there and. I share some memes and stuff and, and, and some letter can you share, obviously. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, otherwise, yeah, for stuff that I'm doing in the future, I'm mm-hmm. doing, uh, I'm doing a really cool, like psycho thriller film in the future. Oh, you'll, nice. you'll see it at once. Like it kind of gets going and I can promote socials. Yeah. That's cool. And, uh, I'll, I have another project in the works, maybe, uh, in, uh, in the next few weeks. And I can give some more details about that, but it's a, uh, it's another kind of like a serious film. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool. It's yeah. Yeah. Well, then follow, follow D cook 22 on uh, Insta. Is that your main, uh, um, social is uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So we'll, 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 uh, tell everyone to go there if they oh, want to. It's it's sorry. It's, sorry, it's D cook 022. I always forget the Instagram. <laughs> uh, D cook 022. Follow Dylan on Instagram. Uh, Again, thanks so much, Dylan. Now this is a lot of fun and uh, uh, you know, we'd love to have you back, uh, you know, in the future episode and, and, uh, and your buddy, Brad, he's already agreed that he'll come on too. So we're looking forward to having him on. Uh, So awesome. Thanks for helping me with that, with that connection too. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Uh, this is fucking awesome. Okay, man. Uh, sorry, about, sorry about my my pops there. No, that I no no that was great. Are you really kidding me? Hilarious moment. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. like I said, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened good. before, so it's it's good for a laugh. All right, uh, we're it. going we're going to play us off here with a song. Let's let's pick little spots by K Tranada. <laughs> Here we go. Of course, I pick one with a really low and slow fade in. 
Gotta let it marinate. Gotta let it marinate. Yeah, yeah, let that fucking... Oh, there you go. Gotta sear that (laughs) shit, man. Sear it. There we go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it'll blast, guys. That's all we have for this episode. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PROTOSTAND for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at PROTOSTANDPOD. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at PROTOSTANDPOD. Thanks for joining us. We're now going to have a puppers with our new buddy, Dylan. We're going to play some ball, maybe, see if he's as good as he says he is. On behalf of Dylan, Victor, Matt, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. And